Don't be afraid of Halloween. Use it for outreach and evangelism. Hi, I'm Yvonne Pran, and welcome to A Better Way for Church Communicators. Today we'll be talking about how you can do more with Halloween than just keep kids out of trouble, but how you can also use it for significant evangelism and outreach. Plus, we're going to answer the question, was Jesus a zombie? Now, I'm really serious about that, but you got to wait until the end of this first part, and then I'll answer that question. I realize lots of churches have problems with Halloween, and I totally understand why, as the celebration of death and evil seems to get more intense every year, and it goes against everything we believe as Christians. Yet at the same time, Halloween has become an incredibly popular holiday. Now, in response to that popularity, to give kids a chance to dress up, eat candy, and have fun, many churches now call it a harvest festival, and that's perfectly fine. But whatever we call it, it can be a great time for outreach and thoughtful evangelism. What I will be suggesting and the communications that I will read to you, I'll read you the script, you can freely download and you can use for any kind of fall or harvest festival, whatever you want it to be. And all of those things are available on the www.effectivechurchcom.com website. Just click the banner that says Halloween and Fall Festival Resources, and it will link you to the articles and the downloads. Now, I have several resources for you to make the most of this time of year. The first is a handout that encourages people in your congregation to invite their friends to fall festivals. I'll be going over that in just a minute. Now, the challenges that it shares really apply to all holiday events, but this time of year is really a great way to kick off and lay a foundation for encouraging your people to invite others throughout the rest of the fall season, what a number of people have called a season of inviting. I really like that term, and this is a good way to get your people thinking about that. Second, I have some materials on what you might call more direct evangelism outreach. Now, before I get into the materials, let me explain why I think that Halloween is such a fantastic time for evangelism. The reason is people are thinking about death dying in the afterlife at Halloween more than any other time of the year. Now, yes, their views are totally wrong, they're distorted, but at least they're thinking about it. They're talking about these things. As a church, we may not want to celebrate it, and we don't want to celebrate all the incorrect thinking on it, but like the Apostle Paul, who used the images of pagan gods to turn the people of Athens to the one true God, we can use this time to turn people's obsession with death and the afterlife into a discussion of what's really true about these things. First, I'll share the handout for your congregation, and then we'll get to the direct evangelism pieces. Now, all of the content that I'm going to be talking about, that I'm going to describe, it's all available free as downloads in the www.effectivechurchcom.com website. If this material is useful to you, please consider helping to sponsor this podcast. You can do that with a little button at the top of the podcast list. Now, by doing that, the podcast episode list, by doing that, you sponsor the entire Effective Church Communications Ministry, the production of the free templates, and you keep this podcast and the website free from outside 
advertising and affiliate marketing. I really appreciate your help if you can do that and I want to thank you in advance for your financial and prayer support. And now let's go to the flyer that you can use for your people as a bulletin insert either online or in print, in newsletters, a blog, whatever works best for you. Okay, the header on the flyer is a reason to be part of our fall festival event. It's a way to share your faith that isn't scary. This time of year is all about getting scared, for real or make-believe, with ghosts, spiders, witches, and scary faces all around. But as scary as the season is, there's something even scarier for many church people, and that is sharing their faith. Deep down inside, most believers feel they ought to be doing more to let people know about the joy of salvation in Jesus, but at the same time, many would rather meet a real ghost or walk through a pit of live, slimy creatures than share their faith with a neighbor. Now, why is this so scary? Every individual has his or her own reasons, but I find much of the fear comes from mistaken ideas about what witnessing is that are no more true than the masks worn on Halloween. The false boogeyman version of faith sharing for many involves going up to a total stranger and asking, Are you saved? or some similar question, and then painfully going through a short track or memorized presentation. Please don't misunderstand me here. There's nothing wrong with that approach if you're comfortable doing it, but many of us are somewhat of a more timid temperament and would welcome an alternative method. Here is a non-scary way to share your faith. One alternative to the above described confrontational method is to simply invite people to come to an event where they can meet Jesus. That's what the disciples did. With the exception of Peter, we don't have a record of any of them getting up and publicly preaching. Maybe it was just as scary for them also. What they did was bring people to Jesus. Andrew brought Peter. Philip brought Nathaniel. Matthew invited his friends to a party to meet Jesus. Simply bringing people to Jesus at a church event. That's not scary. Pray that once they meet him and his people, that they will continue to know him personally and to trust him as forgiver and leader. Bringing people to Jesus, that's what our fall celebration is all about. Invite your friends to join us. We promise, no scary stuff, but an incredible opportunity to bring friends to an event where they can begin to know Jesus, the Savior, who can remove all of our fears forever. So what I just read to you, that's the text that's in the flyer. You can download PDFs completely ready to go. Just print them off and stick them in your bulletins or give them out or do whatever you want to. Or you can copy this text and put it in your church newsletters, blogs, whatever you want to use to encourage your people to reach out this time of year. Now I have some business cards that you can put into goodie bags, either at, say, a trunk or treat that you're doing at your church or at home with your, you know, if you're just, just for trick-or-treaters, that kind of thing. Now, not everybody appreciates these cards. I've gotten some really good feedback on them and some really negative feedback on them. But, um, in, and you'll see why they're a little little bit, uh, especially the second sets, a little bit confrontational. But uh, they do get people thinking. And best of all, if you're going to do something like that, like this, really consider on the back side, I want you to put what you're your church 
is doing either you can have websites that people can go to or you might think about Bible studies or talks or you know blog posts or videos or whatever where you cover topics such as are ghosts real and should we be afraid of them? What really happens after we die? What does the Bible teach about the afterlife? Anything like that where you can make the most of people's interest in these things right now and share with them the Christian truth about them. Okay, here's what the cards say. And again, these are all available on the EffectiveChurchCom.com website. The more, the less intimidating one just says, Ghosts, Goblins, and Goodies! Halloween is yummy, scary fun. If you'd like to find out more about the reality of the spiritual world, what the afterlife is really all about, and how to find satisfaction in life more lasting than a bag of candy, come to our church or check us out online. So that, that one's easy. You know, you could make those up. Give them out at your trunk or treat, whatever you're doing, your fall festivals, be great. Now, this one's a little bit more confrontational, but you never know. It says, Halloween, a fun time for tombstones, ghosts, and all things scary. Then it goes on to say, we can laugh at death when it's part of a Halloween spook house, but we don't laugh when it touches someone we love or when we must face it, and that's ahead of all of us. This Halloween, check out the one person in all of history who conquered death. Jesus. On the back of this card are resources to help. Halloween is fun, but it's also time to consider eternally serious and truly scary questions. And then on the back of the card it says, Life is short, eternity is not. You owe it to yourself to carefully research what happens to you after you die. We believe your choice is between a literal, real heaven or hell, not a Halloween fantasy. The sites below are about Jesus and the truth about life after death. Now, again, it's pretty confrontational, but it's like so many things in sharing our faith. It's true, and people are confronted with real choices, and this might be a time of year when they might consider it. It might be a crazy Halloween thing that gets them to think about it, but why not give them the opportunity, either by giving them sources online, or better yet, inviting them to something at your church where they can interact and find out about the truth about Halloween, the afterlife, and where they can find real hope and joy in those areas in Jesus. Now, I promised at the first of this podcast that I was going to answer the question, is Jesus a zombie? And I'm going to do that by attaching the podcast I did for my uh, www. Bible805.com uh, podcast. It's one I've just started. Um, I've had so many requests. I'm, I'm a Sunday school teacher. I, I teach a lot of stuff, and I have for years, and I've had so many people ask me to please, please, please put my uh, my teaching on a podcast, and so I'm doing that. And uh, I thought this would be, it's I did it as kind of a fun one, but it's also really serious because some people had seriously asked me that question. And so I'll just link right to the podcast and you can listen to that. One last thing, I almost forgot to tell you. I um you can either use uh you can use the podcast or you can just link the text here on the question and answer is what uh was is Jesus a zombie? And I, I created for you a number of social media images in you know, ones for Facebook, Pinterest, whatever, um uh Instagram, uh whatever you want that you can you can grab them and use them if you'd like to uh link the uh 
link this material for people. You never know. You never know what might get them asking questions about our Lord. So let's jump into the podcast that I did for Bible 805 on Is Jesus a Zombie? Was Jesus a Zombie? Welcome to Bible 805 in this special podcast in honor of the Halloween season. This was an honestly asked question, and we're going to answer it today. Back to our question, was Jesus a zombie? Now, when I first heard it, I admit, I was a little bit taken aback. I thought, now what in the world? And then I realized that it was actually a very honest question because the only conception many people today have of a person who's come back from the dead is a zombie. Zombies are all over the place in popular television and literature and all those kinds of things. And so the person asking it was really serious when they asked me that. I want to take a little bit of time to answer and here's what I've come up with. Now how can we find out if he is or isn't? In fact, how can we find out really anything about Jesus? Now there's two ways. One is the historical record in the Bible and of contemporary writers who actually knew him, knew what he was like when he lived on earth and what he was like when he came back from the dead. And then secondly, about people today who say that they know him and they know what he's like. Now, the historical record of Jesus after his resurrection and what we can really share joyfully from that record is that no, he was not a zombie. Everything that we know about him after his resurrection is that he was totally, completely, and astoundingly alive. He was alive with a power and love that we can't even imagine. He was no half-rotting, stumbling corpse, but he was flesh and blood that burst from the tomb. He didn't rebuke his followers for deserting him and leaving him to die a horrible death alone. He went after them. He forgave them. He answered their fears and doubts and cooked them breakfast on the beach. He was alive in such a real way that it caused his fearful followers who ran away when he was crucified to then in turn after they saw him now leave everything and be willing to die an equally horrible death to proclaim the life that he now showed them. Their belief in his gift of eternal life that astounded contemporary writers and, as we were told, turned the world upside down. That was how deep their belief was. After he rose from the dead, he taught them for 40 days, and when it came time for him to leave earth, he honored them with the charge to continue the work he started so that anyone who trusts him as a forgiver of their sins and who sincerely wants to follow him can enter the forever life he offered to share with them. Not a half-alive zombie existence, but real life. And then later, the visions the Apostle John saw of the resurrected Jesus in heaven are even more extraordinary. Blinding light, rainbows, visions of angels, and Jesus himself, king, warrior, intercessor, lion and lamb, the one who holds the keys of life and death and is alive forever. But there's a few more amazing things about Jesus and him being alive for us right now. A zombie is the most imaginative afterlife that humanity can come up with on its own. This rotting, walking corruption, it's animated, but it's hardly alive. It's a scary creature. It's something we run from. 
But Jesus isn't like zombies in another way. We want him to be with us. We don't want to run away. And he is very close to us. I remember reading Philip Yancey's book about Jesus when he said near the end that because of Jesus' resurrection and who he is, that he's out there somewhere. And it's so true. But not in a scary, track-you-down-eat-your-brain zombie kind of way. He's out there looking for people to love to forgive, to give his life to now and forever. Here are some of the ways that Jesus described it. In Mark 2:17, in the message, it says, Jesus says, Who needs a doctor, the healthy or the sick? I'm here inviting the sin-sick, the not spiritually fit. And then in Matthew 11, 28 and 30, he said, Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. And in John 10.10, he said, I came so that they can have real and eternal life, more and better life than they ever dreamed of. If you want to meet Jesus, if you want the life he wants to share with you, just introduce yourself to him. Ask him in prayer to show you who he really is and how to have a relationship with him. Read the Bible. The book of Mark is a quick, easy read, and it'll tell you all about Jesus. Get a modern translation like the Message or the Living Bible so you don't get tripped up by the language. The more you read the Bible, the more you'll learn about him. I have another podcast, Bible 805, that will tell you lots more about the Bible and why you can trust it to give you the true history of Jesus. And visit a church. One of the best ways to get to know someone is by getting to know their friends. That's what church is. A group of people who are friends of Jesus who are getting to know him better all the time. To sum it up, Jesus isn't a half-dead zombie. He's alive. If you don't know him, he is not only alive for himself, but he's alive for you. He wants to have a forever relationship with you. If you do know him, you don't have to wait until you die to walk closely with him. Tell him you want to get to know him better. I imagine that very few of us know him nearly as well as we would really like to. And all of us need to hear these words again. Just sit down, be still, and listen when he says, Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Oh, please, Lord Jesus, make it so. Thanks for listening to this special Halloween edition of the Bible 805 podcast. And come back again for longer, more standard Bible teaching type things. But now, have a wonderful holiday season. No matter how you choose to celebrate Halloween or your fall festival. And remember, Jesus is not a zombie, but the living Lord who loves you now and forever.